All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakening Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, my good friend Omaji Andaria is back. And we are going to be talking about, wow, so much, activations for expanding self-love with Omaji Andaria and the Council of Light. And so during this conversation, during this call, you know, it's not just a conversation. You will be receiving energetic downloads and light activations throughout the call. So please be willing to receive, intend it now. Um, and that's going to help you to raise your awareness, raise your consciousness, raise your vibration, and, and remind you to, you know, remind you to be who you truly are and live as the infinite self that you truly are. So we're going to talk about all that and more. And for those of you who don't know Maji, she's been with us many times and we love having her back. And she's always um, a pleasure to work with, a pleasure to have on the show, always brings a high vibe on the show. She serves as a catalyst for expansion, pioneering the birth of new ways of being into this realm. She lovingly serves to remind you of what you really are beyond the limitations that you are currently perceiving so that you can remember and embody your oneness with source, your infinite sovereign self and your capacity to choose from infinite possibility. So all that and so much more, we're going to get right into it because we always have so much that we want to share and receive, right? So as we said, right before we went live, be willing to receive, okay? Um, so Omaji, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. Thank you, Laura. Grateful to be here and just recognizing also that the Council of Light is fully present along with your higher selves, your guides and advisors. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, we are getting into Valentine's Day, right? It's Monday, right? So. February is usually all about self-love. It's all about love, usually <clears throat> romance, but I like to focus on the self-love part as well, right? Focusing on ourselves. So um, where do you want to start? Because there's so much we can talk about. <laughs> I know, right? And it's always like the direction goes very differently than what our conscious minds would expect, right? When you're having yeah. a conversation about self-love, <clears throat> we tend to bring it in a little differently than most people, which is why we kind of say it's like, this isn't about self-help as much as it is, even though it is self-help, it's not the traditional affirmations and stuff that we're taught not that that isn't helpful those things are very helpful what we bring in are the vibrational tools and processes that can help you and before we kind of get into the specific self-love lines of energy we'd like to just give everyone just a little piece here of if you haven't worked with us before recognize that you're doing the shifting for you which is why this is so empowering. Your higher self, who is already one with an infinite source, already knows it, already in the experience of it, that's calling you home to it. It's you. You are shifting you. So we're going to invite everyone to bring all their reference points for their healing, for their, it's like where you're referencing the savior. If you're referencing it out here, it's going to continually be elusive to you. So energetically, what we're looking at is the energetic fields and the consciousness. And we're inviting you at the level of your higher selves through your free will conscious choice to bring all your reference points for your healing, for the saving of you back to you, holding it in your column of light, 
where it actually lives. In other words, think of your beam of light emanating from source as the divine nectar that comes directly from source just for you. It's coded for you, it's perfect for you. And if we have our tentacles out here looking for it, we're never gonna find it. But if we bring our tentacles back to our beam of light, then we can start to drink in everything we require. That's our infinite supply of healing, of remembering, of alignment, of love, of everything. So just inviting all of you to bring your energy back into that vertical alignment. And this may take a moment because we're, we've been conditioned in the physical dimension to kind of go out here for everything. So we're just going to invite you at the level of your higher selves, your body Davis higher selves to retrieve all those reference points, all those tentacles for where you're sourcing your healing, where you're sourcing your empowerment, your love, your abundance, your relief from a condition. Bring that back to your source self, which is your beam of light. Lock it in there. Reorient appropriately there. And what we're doing now is witnessing you do that for you. Just reiterating, nothing's being done to you or for you. That's how you get stronger. It's how you get more empowered. That's how you move more into the knowing of your worth, infinite worth as a being of light that already has the infinite supply within your beam of light of everything you're asking for in this moment. And then you can make the request for your higher self to activate more of it in your river of light, in your beam of light. The more love, the more healing, the more peace, knowing that you're safe, knowing that you're supported, knowing that you're loved, whatever it is you've been asking for knowing that divine order is unfolding, knowing that you're fully connected to source. We're gonna invite this for the body Davis as well and for the teams so that we create this strong group field where we're just in this river of connection and safety and support and love because when we feel safe and supported, we will heal. If you think about animals in nature, and how if they need healing, they kind of go into this little cave or nook where they feel safe to heal so that all of their energy can be diverted onto the healing. So we would invite you all now at the level of your higher selves to release any of the stories and attachment you have to stories that you're not safe, that you're not supported, that you're not protected, that you're not loved, that you're not free that you're not already one with an infinite source. Will you release and uncreate all of that, if you're willing? And then your higher self does the work as you give your permission. Deep breath in. And then the other component to this is as we heal, as we grow, as we shift, as we evolve, it's all kind of one and the same, really. We are getting stronger. We are getting more, it's like driven back to who we are in truth. We're brought back within ourselves. The more we try to seek what we need in the outer world, the more elusive it becomes as we become more and more evolved because what we're doing essentially in the blueprint of our path is bringing ourselves back to our beam 
as source, not the external. So any other tentacles you have running out here where this has to fix or change for me to be okay, where this has to complete itself or be over, are you willing to release and uncreate all of that and just get the safety, the support, the peace now within you? Source it in the river because everything is vibration. This is a vibrational universe reality. And as we attune within our beam of light to those vibrations, think of it yourself as this divine instrument that you can pluck the strings with the help of your higher self. You say, higher self, pluck this string. I want more peace. I want more love. I want more safety and support. It's like, it's literally like a song happening, a symphony happening within you. And that symphony then begins to reflect in the outer world in a harmonic way. Your life starts to organize itself out here into greater harmony. So what we would invite you step one into today is just the willingness to kind of let go of what we think is wrong <laughs> in our world because it's never what we think it is. And bring your energy back to your beam of light, back to source, back to you as the one who's in authority of your world, has dominion over your world. That's where you claim your power back. So you don't feel disempowered. So you don't start to go into a victim, whatever, regarding love or anything else. Now, when we speak to self-love specifically, it's a frequency, just like all the other notes. So self-love, and when we connected to uh, Alara's audience and asked what they were really, really desiring, self-love was the number one thing that stepped forward for this month, for this kind of time period that we're in, which may sound weird at first, but think about it this way. Is there a part of you really, really desiring to have life show up as more honoring for you. Deep breath in around that awareness. The awareness is the first step. Oh, I want the more honoring experience. I'm ready for that. I'm awake enough. I get that I have choice. I get that I am the maestro of my own kind of instrument of reality. And I want to get more adept at doing that in a conscious way. And what I really wish to create is a more honoring experience in this moment. And so inviting you to settle into that kind of now moment of this is the desire. It's like a pinpoint. It's like a, we're going to model what we're, it's hard for me to give words to what they're showing me. But they're showing me it's like a pinpoint of focus. Ooh, I really want life to be more honoring. That's it. Inviting you to bring all your focus, all your reference points for that off of the outer, off of distractions, back to this kind of, for this moment, this focus. Ooh, let's just be in that for a moment. What if life could show up as more honoring? I wonder what that would look like. Will you give yourself permission to desire that, to be in that 
exploration. What if life could be more honoring? We're gonna be a little radical here. What if you're the only one that can choose for you? We can't choose for another. And it doesn't matter when anyone else chooses. Matters for us in our world what we choose for us. In other words, they can't influence our reality unless we decide they can, that their experience can, that their choices can. So are you willing to release and uncreate anywhere you're tethered to the ways of being that have you taking what's happening outside of you and other people's worlds into account when you choose for you? or you're resisting their choices in order to have what you want. Can we show you what we mean by that? Because that's just really creating this web of horizontal lines that distort your experience of yourself and take you out of the honoring. They take you into the discordant. And we're gonna show you what we mean by that. When I look at this and when I'm being shown are the mechanics of the energy and the matrix, and how our energetic fields, when we start to stream energy out here to try to control others or control circumstances, that's actually what distorts the oneness, the harmony. When we keep our energy in our vertical beam, ooh, everything's clean, clear, and in the flow. That's when we're connected. Not that we're not connected the other way, but it's distorted experience of it because we've literally taken part of our light and created the illusion of separation from it by putting it out here. Because your control, your creativity, your focus is your light. It's part of this river of light. Yeah, it's clicking. I love it when I can feel it land. So get in your river and just make it about that first and foremost, because that honors you. And when you honor you, you're dictating to life your choice to be honored. So will you in this moment just deeply feel into that desire? Oh, I just want life to honor, be honoring. Oh, so I need to honor me. When I honor me, that's the, the key in the lock that turns the the whole world into a whole new expression, life honors me back. It reflects my choice back to me. But it's about you and you. This has always been about your relationship with you. Deep breath in. So we bring in the energetic downloads, reminding you that you're bringing in only one spent for you in your own unique way, because your higher self is the gatekeeper for you. It knows exactly what it is you need in this moment. And there are layers to this transmission so that when you re-listen, you get different layers if you're ready for new layers. It's really amazing. Deep breath in. Good. Good. Now we're going to invite a balancing and stabilizing of the energetic fields, updating all grids, all reference points, all ways in which you perceive and not perceived, and just letting this integrate because this one step is huge. You could do this every single day. And that one thing would change your experience because it's like exercising a muscle. 
you're exercising into a new energetic stance that over time becomes your new default because you cultivate it. It's not a one-time thing because it's like, it, it's like saying I could go to the gym one time and I'm healthy and all my muscles are in, in, in perfect um, strength, right? We have to kind of exercise those muscles until the muscle memory can kick in. So energetic fields work very much the same way. And this is an energetic field exercise. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. And I think we really needed that to remind ourselves that we are the river. We are the flow. We are always connected to source. Um, and where are we sourcing from? But it's also about coming back to who we are, right? We get so distracted. We get pulled in so many different directions that we forget to bring our energy back to us. So thank you for that. Yeah. Great way to start. If we wanted to get really good at holding this stance, we would go somewhere where we would have to really work these muscles. In other words, incarnate on earth where everybody's running the codependent lines of energy out here. And we go, oh, no, 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 no. Let me do it this way. And we have to really focus and concentrate and work the muscles to get stronger in that sovereignty, which is what the ascended masters have mastered. So we're in training. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes the training can seem a little daunting for sure <laughs> intense for sure yeah for sure but the thing is you know we always have to come back to us come back to who we are come back to I, I talk about this as well come back to our relationship with ourselves and our relationship with source but it's about getting out of that monkey mind right and getting out of the um the fear matrix that's you yeah. know there um, and it's about trusting as well that what we desire, what we, you know, need in this moment, we are provided for, we are supported, but we also have to make the intention of what is it that we want. So like you said at the beginning, what do you want? You want peace, you want freedom. What is it that you want? And then be that, right? Embody that frequency and show up as that as well. Um, yeah, and we get so caught up in the world and what's going on that we forget about who, how magical and powerful we truly are with our intentions and with our choices. Yeah, yeah, and it's, that's the, hmm. you can say that's the challenge, but it's really a catalyst. Mm -hmm. It's the catalyst to get us to go within. Absolutely. And because eventually we get so tired of not getting it in the outer world, we, we go, what else is possible? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you have to go within. That's, that's the thing. It's like what we're searching for is not outside of us. It's all within. And we have to be willing to um, trust ourselves, right? That, that, what, you know, that what we're sourcing is is source and it's our higher self and it's our guides and that energy and frequency that's flowing to us is working on our behalf and for us. Correct. And we'd like to uh, address another aspect of this because for me, this was the um, one of the last hurdles I jumped for me in my journey. And it was a big one. And I'd done so much inner work on myself and I was still having a uh, distortion show up out here. And, and it was weird to me. It didn't make sense because I knew I'd done the inner work. I knew I'd done the clearing. And what I became aware of at some point was all of the empathic stuff I was carrying that was not my own. Mm -hmm. 
And especially for impasse that are very sensitive to feeling the collective, to feeling, um, you know, what others are going through, it can be a very intense time right now. And the last thing we're thinking about maybe is how to love ourselves. We're thinking about how do I get out of this soup of empathic anxiety and fear and collective mm -hmm. resistance to change that I'm currently experiencing. So we'd like to do an energetic process to help kind of lift that so that we can then focus on ourselves more easily. It's easier to focus on ourselves when we're in our own energy. So inviting everyone to take a deep breath in. And even if you don't feel like you're empathic, any of these exercises that we do during the time that we're doing these energetic protocols, there's a safe space created for you to shift whatever you're ready to shift for you. So the guides, the advisors are working with your higher selves, the council of light to shift whatever you're ready to shift. So just keep that in mind throughout any of our sessions that you ever participate in that it's always a safe container for you to shift whatever it is. And so if emotion comes up, allow, because that's part of what the, the body diva does to ride the waves into changing its cellular chemistry into a new vibration. The emotions help it literally change its vibration to a higher octave. So think of it as a wave you're riding and allow. So deep breath in. We invite you at the level of your higher selves, body Davis higher selves and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to energetically locate any energetic bundles, vibrations, consciousness you're holding in your energetic fields or just empathically impacted by that are not yours. They might be ancestral, they might be collective, they might be from a past life. Doesn't matter, we don't have to know on a conscious level. We invite you at the level of your higher self, body, Davis, higher self and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to return all those bundles back to them at the level of their higher selves, where they have the capacity to hold it because that's fuel for their own evolution. Sharing all appropriate energetic information you may have for them and returning all the responsibility back to them for their own bundles, for their own vibrations, for their own shifting themselves. You might wanna make a request to your higher self to retire any old paradigms of healing you're still running in your energetic fields to bring in the new grids of what it really means to be of service, which is to hold a strong, coherent field vertically, internally, modeling the solution, modeling where we're going in the divine design of oneness, only sourcing at source level. In other words, we are not the source for anyone else. Let them be the source for themselves at source level, returning all their bundles, all their pieces back to them all their issues back to them, all their challenges back to them, all their magnetic attraction back to them, all their anxiety, their fear, their unrest, their unsettledness, their resistance to awakening, give it back. Sending appropriate energetic information. And you may need to give it back to them in the future when they're fully ascended and then that future self decides where it goes in their journey to help them evolve and shift. But you're not responsible for any of that. You're turning all that responsibility back to them, letting them hold the responsibility for their own healing, their own shifting themselves. That's the divine design. 
Now we're going to invite you, your body, your teams to release all attachment off of humanity and others for them being a certain way, for them shifting, growing, and evolving. All judgment of them. That is attachment. That's control energy. We're trying to choose for them. Retrieve all your will, your desire, all your energy, your fabric of trying to support them. Your fabric does not work for them. It's only calibrated for you. Retrieving your energetic fabric, your gifts, your wisdom, your mastery, your attachment, desire off of everyone and everything from all incarnations, bringing it back to you. Your energetic fabric buffers you from the empathic stuff going on, from the noise. Bring it back, reweave it around your beam of light, hold it on you for you. That's your fabric of safety and support and love and compassion and freedom and control. And control isn't a bad word. It's only discordant when we try to use it on another. When we use control on ourselves to shift ourselves, that's the intended purpose. There we go. Moving back into that vertical stance, getting settled back into your own beam of light, recalibrating all your crystalline structures for your own essence in and around your column of light, in and around your chakras. Recalibrating them for your current level of consciousness. Recalibrating your communication mechanisms for your current level of consciousness. We're evolving so quickly right now. It's almost like we have to do regular updates just to stay in communication with our guides because we go up 20 octaves overnight, and now our communication mechanisms are outdated. So just inviting those mechanisms to upgrade. Inviting your energetic ears to attune for you and your body deva to coherent dimensions, not the discordant ones that are leaving, that are dissolving, that are shifting. There are beautiful, pristine dimensions that are already in the fifth dimensional consciousness inviting you, your body, your teams to attune, to calibrate to those dimensions, to plug into those dimensions for where you're sourcing your information, where you're being pulsed and directed, because that will help guide you into the more honoring, not the discordant, which is also loving you. I love me so much. I'm gonna plug into the coherent dimensions so I can create a more honoring experience in my daily life because that positively empathically impacts everybody. When you're living your best life, that is the win-win because you're positively empathically impacting all of their life on and off planet to live their best life. You're showing the way, you're a way shower. You're not meant to be in the same energetic weather as everybody else on the planet. How can I say that? Because you're in this session, you're conscious enough, you're aware enough to shift yourself in a conscious way. You're brave enough, you're willing enough. You cultivated the courage, you cultivated the willingness. That takes lifetimes. So when you take a moment and just value that about you, I am so grateful I evolved myself to a place where I'm awake, where I have access to these tools that are so much more honoring for me. I love that about me. There you go. There's one thing you can love about you. Will you love it? Milk it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Good. And when we start to shift our focus into loving the qualities, 
that's, it's like the fuel where self-love can really take off. And can you connect to different qualities that flow within your river of light, within what you are, what you have cultivated for yourself, that you love, the kindness, the willingness, the awareness, the courage, the strength, the ability to show up and just be authentic and vulnerable. That takes a lot of courage and strength. And you wouldn't be able to do it if you hadn't cultivated a massive amount of those qualities within you. So inviting you to just take a moment to love the qualities you've cultivated over lifetimes, the kindness, the sweetness, the love. Love that about you. Maybe there's a purity that flows in your column of light, an integrity, which is why you value integrity. How do you know what you've cultivated in your column of light? It's kind of like a butterfly looking at its own wings. I can't really see my own wings. We'll tell you how you know. What do you deeply value? Is it freedom? Is it integrity? Is it love? Is it kindness? Is it honoring? Those are the qualities that you have cultivated for yourself. Will you love that about you? <laughs> Again, leaning in this, into this desire, I just really, really, really am ready for life to show up as honoring. And what if one of the steps to that is you acknowledging your value and what you cultivate and loving it? These qualities, it's like, oh, they're lovely. Like, if you could think of them even as a song or as a, a light that you could see that was so dynamic and had so many layers to it and the colors were so beautiful, like beyond words, exquisite, magnificent, beautiful, these qualities, these divine qualities that you've cultivated. And so many that we can't even give words to your essence. Will you fall in love with your essence and not the outer expression stuff that we've been taught to fall in love with? Will you bring all your reference points off of the outer stuff that you've been trying to love, the expression, the accomplishments, the whatever, the sourcing worth out here on those things, bring all those reference points back to your beautiful, exquisite river of light that is so easy to love because it is truly divine. And again, eons, lifetimes, you've spent cultivating these massive quantities, frequencies, vibrations of pure divine essence that are unique to you. So each of us does this in our own unique way. We each have our own unique tapestry of light within us that we've woven. And there will never be another one like it. That's how precious you are. And the divine sees you as precious. So we're going to invite you at the level of your higher self to locate an energetic dimension 
where you can witness your magnificence and acknowledge your magnificence and see yourself through the eyes of the divine. Are you willing? There we go, deep breath in. Yes, lots of yawning. That's your, literally your nervous system resetting itself for a different vibration, for a different dimension of, it's like, ooh, let's go higher. <laughs> deep breath in, inviting the body, David, to do this for itself in its own unique way, locating an appropriate dimension it's calibrated for of earth where it can go and it can witness and remember its magnificent magnificence as a nature spirit of earth that's part of the nature fabric. The body deva has been the butterfly and the bee and the lion and the mountain and the river and the ocean creature and the dolphin and the eagle and the bear. It's been all of it. And the worm. It's all magnificent. Body deva, that's you. You have the mastery of evolution. Will you remember that? And you've got this. And there might be some body Davis that are afraid and you can model the solution for them. Get the safety inside. Get the safety in the dimension where you can, where there's an infinite supply. Get a deep breath in. All right, we're going to invite a balancing and stabilizing of your energetic fields, encouraging you to hold all responsibility for you loving you at the level of your higher self. Letting you be the source for you where all your needs are met internally and vertically and you're never trying to separate yourself from your supply. Updating all grids, all reference points, all ways in which you perceive and are perceived. Good. Awesome, thank you. I just wrote in the chat, is anybody else yawning as much as I am? It was like the whole, during the whole point when you were talking, I've been yawning like crazy and I'm not tired. So it's like, it's just the energy moving, right? Energy moving. So if you are, it's okay. It's totally fine. And I forgot to mention at the beginning of the call, if you have uh, questions, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. Okay. Um, Amaji, do you want to take some questions? Because I know a lot of the times, you know, the questions bring up so much stuff as well, right? Bring through Perfect. so much stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. So Destiny, you want to go ahead? Thank you, Alara. Thank you, Amaji. Um, I'm having a lot of difficulties with my neck and my head. It literally feels like I'm in my mind, like all in my mind and in my head. And it's like, almost feels like a disconnect from my body. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first step, we're going to invite everyone to do this, to bring all of your energy and awareness, inviting your higher self to do this. So your higher self is doing the work. You're just choosing it. You're saying yes to it. If you choose, bring all your energy and awareness into your column of light. We're going to invite the body davis to do it as well. Body davis energy runs through the spine. Body diva nature spirit, bring all of your energy <sighs> into the divine line that runs through the spine. You as a soul, inviting you to bring all of your energy and awareness into your column of light and then firmly attach to the front of the body's spine. Oh, there's like, I'm burning. There's something I've been dealing with a lot of what spells and like, 
um, right now my um, my body's burning. Okay, deep breath in. They're showing me that's the change that's happening. So we're going to invite again, any energies that are not of your essence to return to their right and perfect place along with all relevant and appropriate energetic information. We're going to ask Archangel Michael to assist with this one. Inviting you at the level of your higher self to activate all vibrations of all spiritual lessons that this represents for you, your body, your teams in the appropriate order, in the appropriate timing, in the appropriate dimensions. Inviting you, if you choose, to move even more into your own power and to set healthy boundaries, the guides are saying. This is bringing in your own boundaries, your own energetic shields. As healers, as empaths, a lot of times we, we try to give all our, our fabric away over lifetimes and then we don't have it on ourselves. We don't have the boundaries. So just bringing your energetic boundaries, your shields of protection back, recalibrating them for your current level of consciousness, using them on you for you. How are you feeling now? That's what it, it feels like. Whatever's messing with me is literally inside of my body. So, I mean, I feel like it's there all the time. Like, <clears throat> and I just felt it left, leave my um, left foot. So whatever it was went down my left foot. Did it leave, leave? Did our well, thing, thing, it comes and goes, it comes and goes through my- Well, that's kind of normal if there's a parasitical, um, energetic attached to us that it'll move around what i witnessed was it actually being taken out but you check see if there's anything else going on it sometimes takes a moment for us to upgrade to the now moment so just inviting that now moment kind of syncing up for you there's something else thumping around on the right side of my body, like thumping around. Is it in, is it, are you appearing in your energetic fields out here or in the head? See, this is the crazy thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm like feeling like I'm in my head. There's like a mind. I feel like my mind is creating a whole nother reality that is not the reality that I'm living in. Does that make sense to you? Let me ask the guides to share what they're seeing. So there are different levels to answer that question because our mind is always creating our reality. Oh, and but it, this is not a this is not one that I want to be in. This is some messed up. Yeah, just give kid. us a moment. So with that, what I'm being shown is a lot of energies. Would you say that you tend to take response in the past? Have you taken responsibility for others? Tried to ship things for them? Tried to help them a lot? Be the source for them? in past lives, in the, in the beginning of this life. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. So when we do that, and there are layers to it because we've taken it on in layers, so there are layers in letting it go. So I'm not being shown now that there are any, what we would call nefarious or parasitical energies in or on you. What you're currently aware of is empathic energies that have been taken on and, and I used to do this. This is not judgment. This is just awareness. 
Because when we take responsibility for another, we take their bundles and try to shift them for them. And then the other thing that can happen is they come, especially right now when things are ripe for the shifting and they need their fuel back, they can come and try to get their fuel back from you. So we're gonna do an energetic process to help with that. That'd be great. And then just re-listen to this to help address the additional layers. Because again, we take it on in layers, it comes off in layers, okay? Deep breath in. Inviting you at the level of your higher self, body, Davis, higher self and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to energetically locate any responsibility you're still holding for anyone else, including past life, other souls, anyone we were perhaps in an altercation with in a past life where we took a fragment of theirs or they took a fragment of ours. Inviting you in this moment, if you're willing, to be willing to forgive and release everyone involved, including yourself. Are you willing? Deep breath in. Inviting in the appropriate end of life reviews at the end of those incarnations where this altercation or altercations took place. In the appropriate time spiral continuum, in those end of life reviews, inviting you, your body, your teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to forgive and release everyone involved, reinterpret what was going on to a higher octave. In other words, seeing it through the eyes of the divine, it was all a learning. We all played a role. Nobody's right or wrong. Moving into that complete forgiveness and release, releasing attachments to stories, returning all bundles back to them, returning all responsibility back to them that we may have taken, us bodies, teams, inviting them to return responsibility back to us that they took, cleaning up all the energy there in the end of life review in a really safe supportive space with your guides and advisors returning any fragments back to them retrieving any fragments back cleaning it recalibrating it re-embedding it appropriately activating all vibrations of all spiritual lessons in the appropriate order of timing and then releasing any trauma letting the body deva to spend as much time as it needs to in that end of life review, moving through any emotional content, releasing any trauma. And maybe it's the end of life review in the future, the end of this incarnation. It's all perfect. The guides, your higher selves are working this out. Council of Light is supporting, modeling solution, sending information, Sending all appropriate energetic information you have to them and to everyone else you have information for, because a lot of times we'll feel people empathically simply because on some level we have energetic information for them. Our body, David does. So just inviting you, your body, your teams to send all the energetic information you have for everyone back to them, to them where they have the capacity to receive it. Rather, deep breath in. I'm going to let this settle for just a moment so I can look and see. It's like letting the water settle so we can see the reflection more clearly. So now I'm literally being shown a type of energetic spike. 
don't know what it is, don't know where it came from, we don't have to. Are you willing to allow your higher self to remove that for you? And to heal appropriately. Body Deva too, that relates to the body Deva. Deep breath in. We're gonna show you who you are without it, how you function beyond it, <clears throat> and inviting you, your body, your teams to activate again, what you're really after. We go through those experiences because we're after a certain vibration. So just inviting you, your body, your teams to use all your fuel that you've cultivated for this shift and use that fuel to activate the vibration of what you're really after and to ripple it down through your entire divine loop for you, your body, your teams. Good, rippling everything into the now, getting present in the now, bring all of your energy out of the past, out of the future into the now, updating all grids, all reference points, all ways in which you perceive and are perceived. They're showing me this is gonna be a bit of a process for you to address various layers, but recognize that most of it's empathic for you. And there are lots of tools and processes that we share to help with that. Okay? Awesome. Good, good. Thank you. Good. Yay. All right. Uh, Linda, did you have a question, Linda? Yes, I do. My question is, how then are you best able, even if you're staying in your own column of light and you want to help somebody else, then how are you best able to help them? You know me, love people. And that's a wonderful question. Because <laughs> how do we help and not be codependent? and not be as yes. for them. So the first kind of step in anything we do before we take action, I always say, is to get your energy aligned appropriately. Because <clears throat> when you get your energy aligned appropriately and you set the intentions to not take responsibility for them, to not be the source for their needs, you're just being the reflection of support that they have infinitely flowing within them. There's a big difference because we're not coming from trying to fill a need or be the source of like the savior for them or the source of support for them. We're coming from, it's all about the energy we're coming from, the nudge, kind of the internal pulse to be of service in some way. In other yeah. words, um, it's not disempowering them, the guides are saying. So, so they're showing this for you and, and other people can use this too, if this resonates, but this tool for you, Linda, that you're able to tell very clearly when you check in, there's a lot of energy moving right now. <laughs> um, is this disempowering them? Is this a disempowering energy I'm coming from or not? And so we're going to kind of give you an example. I'm asking for one. So let's say that there's a homeless person sitting outside of a store and you notice them. And our first knee-jerk reaction might be, oh, uh, poor them, that might be, if that mm -hmm. is our default. And when we notice that we're coming from, oh. <laughs> pity. Yeah, pity or feeling sorry for, that's an indicator that our lens is not necessarily wrong or bad, but it's coming from a lower perspective. Because in truth, everyone is whole in one with source and has this magnificent river of light, like they're divine. They got this. 
So they're inviting you to work more on shifting into the empowered perspective and worry about the actions later because that will the actions will be a result of how you hold your perception and your energy. So the empowered perspective would be, oh, look at them. They're really getting stronger in a certain way. They've designed this for themselves to, to cultivate something. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to hold a safe space for them to cultivate what they're cultivating. And then you go in the store and you do your, your shopping and you come out and maybe you get a little nudge to give them some money or say something to them. And then you do that. But it's not coming from a disempowered, poor you. You can't do this for yourself. Let me help you energy. That's the codependent separation-based interaction is when we're feeling sorry for, or coming from a disem seeing them as disempowered. It's because we affirm their disempowerment when we do that. So the other way of being affirms who they are in truth, and then is open to, if I'm supposed to support them in some way, show me, but not attached to being the source of it. Because as we know, sometimes if we enable a behavior, it actually is disempowering and it's not helpful for someone. Right. So, so that's what they're showing me for you specifically. And it can apply to everyone here if it resonates is to really work on shifting how you're perceiving them, the one who we think needs help and to shift that first. Okay, wait, who they are, who are they in truth? I don't have to know what they're trying to cultivate for themselves, but they've obviously set this path up for themselves for a reason. And what we can lean into is what if it's helpful to hold a safe space for them to go through whatever they're going through and not look at them as weak or vulnerable or not empowered? What if that's the most supportive and the most helpful? How does that feel? Pretty good. Um... Foreign at it, first. Pardon? It feels foreign at first. At least it did for me. Yes. Because our, our outward expression is always to offer help. And not in a codependent way, but in a supportive way. And so it's a little difficult just to stay in your own um, mm -hmm. power, so to speak, and not interfere with them, whatever lessons they might need to learn. Sure. But at the but at the same time, when you know that you could support, I don't know. Okay, so here's what the guys are saying now to this layer that you're bringing forward. Okay, they want to do a process actually. Okay. Um, and it'll come through in the process. So I'd love yeah, so we're inviting everyone at the level of your higher selves to work with the energetic fields and the guides to locate all the moments in time in the past, in past lifetimes, where you, even the now, where you really wanted to be supported and you felt like no one was there for you to support you. And if there's emotion that comes up with that, allow. Inviting the body Davis to do this also. And now we're inviting you at the level of your higher self body Davis, higher self and teams to go back in time to those moments, all those moments simultaneously and to hold a safe space for you to send appropriate energetic information to yourself in those moments, to model to yourself in those moments, how to source support internally and vertically. 
to invite your higher self to activate more of it within you, to reference it internally, to hold responsibility for you supporting you. And to love you, support you in those moments. Give it to yourself in those moments. Bring in the appropriate sounds, light, vibrations, healing holograms to completely heal any perceptions of disconnection not supported within your energetic fields through all time and space. So that you can be there supporting you in every moment where you didn't feel supported and reinterpret that into I am infinitely supported in every moment. Because as you know that you are infinitely supported in every moment, it's much easier to know so are others. They are infinitely supported in every moment. And then we don't feel like we need to fill a void that isn't there, really. And then we're not coming from that energy coming from very different energy and we're modeling the solution to them, which is what they're really after. Where they're really after, let me activate that within myself. And you can send them all the energetic information you have so that they can move into a willingness to be in that alignment for themselves and to support themselves infinitely at source level, to hold responsibility for supporting themselves. Because as soon as we give responsibility for a need away, we'll experience a lack of that because we're not sourcing it where we have an infinite supply anymore. We're now looking for it where it doesn't live. We're waiting for something else to support us. And that doesn't work. It kind of sort of works in a discordant way, hit or miss, but it's never enough. Because guess what? We're the only ones that can meet our own needs in a complete, full, pure, coherent way at source level. No one else can do that for us. And the same is true for everyone else. Okay, deep breath in. Inviting a balancing and stabilizing of your energetic fields. We're gonna invite a lifting up and out of your energetic fields, inviting your higher selves to do this for you, your body Davis for themselves. Any empathic, not supported energies, vibrations that you're holding, that you're trying to process for another, up and off of all systems, components, and levels of your being, returning all issues of not supported back to everyone and everything, returning all responsibility back to them for them supporting themselves, lifting all your energetic fabric of support off of everyone you gave it to, trying to support them, recognizing that doesn't work for them. It actually weighs them down. And then they're not weaving their own fabric of support because they think they already have a fabric of support that works for them, but it doesn't work for them. So it's actually disempowering and confusing. So retrieving Ooh, there's a lot of this, retrieving all your energy of support that you gave away over lifetimes, cleaning it, recalibrating it for your current level of consciousness, reweaving it in your energetic fields on you, for you, your body and teams, same. Not attached or responsible for anyone, but you being supported, honoring you, you honoring you. This is you honoring you as a being of light. And as you honor you, life will reflect that back. Take a moment to share gratitude for that infinite supply of support that you have available.
Love it. Love that about you. Good. And the kindness. There's so much kindness, right? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And and how would it feel, Linda, for you to be, be even more kind to you? To direct that internally, right? Oh, I would never give this fabric away because it buffers me and it sustains me. And the side effect is that it models to everyone else how to do this because they can't see how to do it if we're not doing it. And they'll see it energetically, right? It'll be like a, a Bluetooth transmission to others, right? This is, how you, this is how you support yourself. And it's so lovely, so much easier. Good. Shakeout reboot, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, awesome, Alara. Linda. Thank you. Um, all right, so Maria had a question in the chat. She was asking if you can see, I don't like the question why, but she got this pain in her right shoulder um, during the, one of the processes. And then she felt tingling in her body and pressure over her jaws and temples. So their shoulders better, but the jaws and temples are still feeling a bit of pressure. All right, let me ask this one moment. So in this case, they're saying it's ancestral. Um, so a lot of times what we can do, especially as more evolved in the bloodline, and that's not from a place of arrogance, it's just awareness. Some of us have been working on ourselves a lot longer and we're a little higher on the mountain than other souls. And when we're the most evolved in the bloodline, the blood, I can speak from experience, the bloodline can start to kind of try to unload all their issues onto us. So I'm asking what's this, if we need to know what this is related to, if it would be helpful for us to know. So now the guides are setting it up, the Council of Light is setting it up where they're working on each of you as individuals because you each have your own unique relationship with your ancestors, dynamic. Um, they're working with you, your higher selves to, to set up your own process here. So you're gonna bring this in in your own unique way. So just inviting you at the level of your higher selves. And this is all about clearing ancestral bundles and emotions, unprocessed emotions of the ancestors they're saying. Deep breath in. Inviting you at the level of your higher selves, body Davis higher selves and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to energetically locate any empathic bundles that are ancestral, any emotional content, emotional bundles, unprocessed emotions of the ancestors that you or your body Deva is currently attempting to process for the ancestors based on an agreement, an unconscious thinking it would be helpful, thinking it would be of service, or they just gave it to you and you didn't have the boundaries up to say no, the healthy boundaries, whatever reason, inviting you at the level of your higher self, body Davis, higher self and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to energetically return all empathic bundles, all unprocessed emotions from the ancestors that you were trying to process for them, sending appropriate energetic information 
returning their anger, returning their frustration, returning their sadness, returning their grief, returning the guilt, the shame that isn't even yours. Gently returning it where they have the capacity to receive it along with all responsibility for it and appropriate energetic information. And it's almost with this attitude of, I would never take this from you because that would be out of integrity with the divine design and that would disempower you. This is fuel for your evolution. You need this or you just have to go get more. I would never delay your evolution in that way. So it's actually out of love. So returning all of this back to them. Turning, returning, returning. Reminding the body, Deva, that it doesn't have to process emotions necessarily only in this dimension. It can go up high and do it. But allowing the body, Deva, to have its emotions, to shift its vibration, its cellular chemistry to the degree that's appropriate. Allowing the body devas to, active, to activate and actualize an appropriate dimension where they can go and feel really safe to shift all of this, to give it all back. And then inviting you, your body, your teams to reharmonize your own energetic fields, to recalibrate your own energetic fields beyond it, back to your own divine essence, returning all magnetic attraction, releasing all magnetic attraction that wasn't even yours, any karma that wasn't even yours and recalibrating yourself for your own essence, syncing up with your path for this incarnation. Again, it's like re-syncing up with that, re-syncing up with you from your divine spark level, harmonizing back to your own divine spark level, who you are in truth, what's appropriate for you, what's coded for you, only what's coded for you, processing only what's yours. Because you can process what's yours. If you're trying to process another's bundle, it's kind of like trying to run an Apple app on an Android. It doesn't work. They're not coded correctly. Good. Inviting this to come in in a gentle, graceful way. Inviting you, your body, your teams to adjust your energetic volume appropriately. Maybe to turn it, dial it down. If you're really, really sensitive, dial it down to like a two. It's kind of like when you're listening to music and it's too loud, it can feel not harmonic. But if we turn it down and it's softer, it's actually more like a lullaby, but it's still helpful. It's still, we're still hearing the music. We're still moving to the music possibly for dancing. So this energy work works very similarly. Good. Good. Inviting this to continue in the appropriate dimensions to the degree that's appropriate over the next few weeks kind of as a time release thing, because again, we often use the analogy of when you're underwater and you're diving and you're swimming to the surface, you have to do it 
at a certain rate. If you do it too quickly, you'll get the bends. Energy work is similar. We can go up several octaves, then we need to integrate before we go up higher. So allow this work to integrate, recognize that it is a process for, for all of us to some degree and update all grids, all reference points. Okay. Awesome, thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, uh, sorry, I was, Neil was barking like crazy. Um, you didn't hear it. <laughs> I know I was muted, but it's like, I gotta go tell him to be quiet. Uh, Melissa, you have a question for Omaji? Can you talk? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, yes, I'm gonna try to, thank you. Okay. Um, well. Wow, I, I just want to say thank you. This has been just, I, I woke up this morning and this is just exactly what I asked for for today. And I'm just like, I just feel very, very grateful. Um, every single person that you've connected with has, and, and everything you said in the beginning has just been so resonant and, and truthful. And for me, that's so much about truth and freedom. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, Although I just want to say that I think it was when you were talking with Linda and all of a sudden I got triggered. So now I have an entirely different question. Sure. So my trigger was, it came back to sovereignty and independence is what this came back to. And this, um, as, as being a healer and in the past always been or at least, I mean, oh, I don't know how to explain this. On some level, I've been like what you call a spontaneous healer, where it, but it was done out of a, 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 it came out of compassion. It was just like mm -hmm. uh, someone would speak and I would be witnessing. It's, I could hear the resonance in their voice and I could, he, it's like I could hear a glitch. Mm -hmm. and, and then it was a space of, somehow I knew on a higher level there was a healing that was required and I would just go into this space it was like automatic I wouldn't mm -hmm. you know nothing was thought out or chosen and then I would just hold this compassion I, I can't even tell you it's like I'm doing it but I'm still conscious I could even be in a conversation with someone but this is going on at another time yeah However, you're functioning in multiple dimensions simultaneously yeah. yes Okay, thank you. And then, but what what's happened recently, this got triggered by grief. And that was where my original question was going to come was around healing really deep grief. But I, I, this trigger was around having to do everything myself. There was this mm -hmm. there, there, there's like this, oh, there's this blurry space around I know that I create my own reality, but then what happens is I'll get caught in a loop of probably victim where, well, why are you creating a reality of, you know, suffering and poverty and all these different things? And then I'll go back to ancestral, I'll go back to past lives and work on clearing that. But there's something, I don't know what happened. It was when, when you were talking and it was around yeah i mean it could be connected to, to codependency but it's it's like this stoic i have to do everything myself i can't reach out or ask for help and that's kind of like why i'm in the situation i'm in right now 
although I've been reaching out and have gotten some help, but now it's back to like the help doesn't show up. There's no, so I know this goes back to the self-love, self-forgiveness, but there's still something. Yeah. So let's see what Omaji and her team have to say. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I'm, I'm being shown different layers, but what they're going to bring forward first has to do with when you mentioned um, the trigger happened when I think I have to do everything myself. So we're going to start there. Um, so just inviting everyone to fill into this because it's, <laughs> I've been, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there and my mother was very much that way. It's like, if I don't do it myself, it doesn't get done right or something was her thing. But um, as any time we're a healer, even if we're not currently, and it, the, the thing is all of you are to some degree in your own unique way, and you may be not fully aware that you are a healer, um, but probably in other dimensions, you're practicing it with different souls. And so anytime we're, we're a healer, especially in past lives, we could take on the issues, our body deva can take on the issues of the clients. And so we're going to look at the layers of this specific, have to do it on my own. So for each of you, this kind of, it's a frequency is what it is. It's like, we can call it a belief, we can call it something, but it's a frequency. And so they're pinpointing this for each of us in our own unique way, if we're holding it. So just inviting you at the level of your higher self, body, the higher self and teams to work with the energetic fields, the guides, the council of light to pinpoint, and locate the point of origin. Don't have to know intellectually what this is of this frequency. And inviting first step, if it's not ours, return it back to its right and perfect place along with all relevant appropriate energetic information and responsibility for it in whatever lifetime that was at time spiral continuum, appropriate. Next layer, if it is, inviting you, your body, your teams to bring in the appropriate sounds, light, vibrations, healing holograms, mandalas, to transmute this because it holds a seed for you of evolution into whatever it is you're actually after. In this case, to know how to source in a clean, clear way, infinite support within me and not be the small self only relying on the small self to be the source, but all of me, accessing all of my vertical column of light as me, referencing all of that as me, all the multiple dimensions I have access to as me, not just this me. So helping all of us to realign, to upgrade our reference points for our identity appropriately and to bring all of our reference points for our identity off of the behaviors, off of the external expression, off of even being a healer, external expression, off of the thoughts, the emotions, back to your column of light. That's your identity, not the external expression or accomplishments, not the personality, not the beliefs. Bring all your reference points for your identity off of everyone and everything bring your focus, your anchor points for you off of everyone and everything out of all other 
kind of moments of expression back into the now, into your column of light. That's you, the infinite you. Letting that integrate. Body do the same in your own unique way, your column of light emanating from the heart of Gaia. Yes, good. Getting in alignment, attuned back to true identity. Balance and stabilize, update all grids, all reference points, shake out, reboot. Feels like just a little, like if we had a dial, right, to tune in to a certain station, a radio station or whatever, positioning of energetic fields, that your dial just needed turned a little bit. <laughs> it's like, it's just a little bit kind of compacted, contracted into a distortion. Let's, let's re-establish it. How do, how do you feel? Melissa? Um, I feel much better right now because that, as you even described the dial, it was like I was visualizing. It was like my energy felt like it was um, alongside of myself. Like mm. it wasn't in my column. And it's so funny because I've been working on that column since I woke up and it, I kept feeling like, like I could see it, but I was looking at it from outside of myself. And so when, when, you, when we just did this process, I could feel my energy shift in and I can see it now where it's where it's where it belongs. It's Excellent. yeah. That was nice. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I really appreciate awesome. that. Thank you, Melissa. Okay, thank and, you a lot. And, and continue to celebrate your birthday month. Oh yeah. Well, this is definitely a present today. I am so blessed. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Um, how are we doing, Amaji? Let's see. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everyone does feel a little energetically full at the moment. Um, so probably so integrating. So, so do you want to take a minute and talk about the package? And then sure. we'll come back and, and see if we have time for more questions. Cause I know people, more people are, are raising their hands and typing questions in the chat. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we'll try and see what we can do. Um, where am I? One second. So. So the package for Omaji is available at alar.at forward slash show forward slash Omaji 2. I'm just going to try and share my screen. One second. All right. Can you all see that? Yeah. All right. Here we go. So Omaji's package is the Awaken to Self-Love package. Uh, there's uh, the Awaken to Self-Love series and the attunement. So Omaji, do you want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, with all of our energetic processes, there are so many layers to them that it's, <laughs> there's a lot in these 90 minute sessions. So you get four 90 minute sessions and think about in this, you know, today we've done what, four fives, you know, different little protocol, we're not little, but mm -hmm. different protocols. These contain like in 90 minutes, we do maybe 10 or more. And it, they're longer. So there's just a lot in these. They're really power packed. And it's really, you know, when I, when I connect to self-love and we, we alluded to it today, it's this idea of really wanting life to show up as honoring us and then recognizing that, oh, then it's about us honoring us because that's, that's the, the switch, the light switch that turns mm -hmm. that on. 
And so it's really the foundation of where everything else can begin to spring from. Because if we're honoring ourselves, we're supporting ourselves. We're making sure we're safe. We're making sure, you know, we have the freedom flowing, the, the, um, they keep saying safety. So for many of you, that might be a, a key that you're inviting is to feel safer, to feel safer. Mm -hmm. And this thing is, it's all related. <laughs> In this case, we, we really focus on the different processes, which can be very different than what we even did today. In fact, they are to use multiple dimensions to support you in activating in an amplified way, greater self-love as a vibrational experience first, because that's how it then reflects into your physical experience of yourself. And then we also work with the body deva in helping it to activate for itself a greater flow of self-love, a greater valuing of self, a greater knowing of its worth, recognizing that the body deva is always a few steps behind the soul in its evolution. And so body deva right now is shedding all of these old discordant paradigms and ways of being with regard to how to function in the world. And, and it's like, you know, we were taught, well, it's selfish to, to love yourself or value yourself too much. Those are all things that we look at all of those different layers of where we've been conditioned to believe you know what, it's not okay to love yourself to no, actually that's the key to everything else. Mm -hmm. So we reorient into the honoring of you, the nurturing of you as a vibrational experience in different dimensions, because again, the physical dimension is the reflection. The other thing that goes hand in hand with this is feeling more connected to source, feeling more um, supported by source. Because when we feel connected, we feel supported. And that's also, again, a primary body deva uh, need is to feel super connected. So these keys unlock so much more than self-love, but that's really the conversation is around self-love, but kind of like today, it morphs into all kinds of things. And it is a multidimensional transmission in every session. So there are always layers for you to revisit and to garner things from. Um, so that is that four 90 minute sessions. It's really, really potent. And then, and then we offer, the, yeah. yeah. And then we offer the um, attunement, which I would recommend listening to first and then using it as a tool. It's a shorter, more like 60 minute um, transmission that we did. And it's really about amplifying the honoring of you. The other thing we address, which um, is there's the, so many layers to this, right? And I, I, when I look at even the different people that raised their hand today, there were, there were additional layers, right? Where we could go, but with the time we, we try to do what we can. And one of the big pieces to this is the boundaries, setting appropriate boundaries. And that's also in this where we walk through how to do that and energetically bring in your unique boundary mechanisms, because that's again, part of loving yourself, honoring yourself, being in the sovereignty mm -hmm. of you is loving you. Absolutely. So this package, Omaji's package is available in two and three part payments plans. And then the 24 hour special, the 10% gift from me is also available for you. Please use code TACS10 
And yeah, this package is, you know, is this package for you? Yes. <laughs> this is for those of you who desire to cultivate greater self-love in a gentle and graceful way that goes beyond the self-help practices and addresses pure self-love at an energetic level. But coming back to the column of light that you are, but even deeper than that, making it much easier to remember your natural state of knowing your value and loving yourself as a unique and precious aspect of oneness. That is who you truly are. And so there's so many wonderful benefits that you will receive from these packages or this package from the transmission plus from the series. So please do take a look at it and see how it resonates with you. I mean, we've already experienced so much today with Omaji during this call, but you can expect to experience so much more, feeling more connected, more confident, more capable, centered in your true identity. And for right now, we really need that. We need to be centered in our true identity. And remember that we are always supported. We always have been, and we, we will continue to be, but we kind of get distracted and forget that. So again, this package is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash alara or Amanji 2. Hold on, I'm just gonna type it in the chat. I, I, can, I can type it better when I... Yeah, when I, and just to also give a process here, if you're, always like I always use this when I'm making decisions about different things and there's a process you can do if you're trying to decide if this package would be for you or not invite your future self that does it to send you information now mm -hmm. and to let you know is this for me is this going to support me is this helpful is this my best and highest good and that's the tool I use to basically ask my future self to tell me. And then you're still working with you. You're not giving your power away. I love that. I, yeah, totally. Ask your future self, is this, you know, right for me at this moment, at this time? Um, Brenda says, wow, from this process just now, I felt a big click in my body and my upper right chest area. Wow, different. Good. Just keep you know, allowing, keep receiving, keep letting go, keep coming back to that column of light that you are. Awesome. Good, 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 good. I'm just seeing if there's anything else in here. Um, oh my goodness, lots of wonderful questions in the chat as well. Do you have time for one or two more quick questions, Amaji, or no? Totally up to you. Yeah, we can do one or two. Again, I feel like people are pretty energetically full, but we'll we'll go we'll go light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's a question from Lily, which I think you know might be helpful for everybody as well. She's and she says, I cannot discern the connection to my higher self. Any ideas? Because I know a lot of people, you know, they're not sure how to tell if they're connected to their higher self, if they're if, you know anything about their higher self. Yeah, perfect. So they're showing me a process. They're going to walk us through. Um, and the thing that I'll kind of precursor before we go into the process is to just remind each of you that you have your own unique way intuitively of seeing in your own unique way. So I used to dismiss for me my own way of seeing because it didn't look like somebody else's way of seeing. My way of seeing is a combination of knowing and impressions of ideas. And I have a sense that for many of you, it's a bit abstract like that. And you're mm -hmm. like, I don't think it's working. No, it's working. You just gotta lean more into it and trust it. And as you work with it more and more, um, it becomes more and more 
um, it's like riding a bike, right? You get better at it. So then those of you who are visual will have your own unique way of doing these processes. Those of you who are, are clairaudient will have your own unique way and so on and so forth. Maybe you're clairsatient and you feel your way through. Maybe you do a combination. It's all perfect. But just resetting everyone into the remembering of, oh, I have my own unique way of doing this. So I'm just going to lean into my own unique way. And are you willing to let go of all the conclusions you've made that your way isn't good enough or not, and not enough? And whatever doesn't allow that, will you release and uncreate it? So the process is just to invite you, first of all, to take a deep breath into your heart, bring your energy and awareness into your column of light, inviting you as a soul to bring all of your energy off of the body, Deva, into your column of light to the degree that feels appropriate. So you don't want to smear your energy onto the body. It's kind of like if we were riding a horse, we would ride in the saddle. We would be in our own energy. The horse would be in its own energy. So just inviting you to get into your beam of light. And we did a process earlier updating communication grids. So you may notice a difference when you go to connect at this moment. We invite you at the level of your higher self to locate an appropriate dimension where you can convene in a sacred chamber. Maybe it's a crystal castle. Maybe it's a seashore. Maybe it's a underwater oasis of some kind where you can go and connect. Maybe it's in a mountain where you feel really safe and supported to connect with your higher self. I'm inviting you to travel up your divine line, your divine column of light, like an elevator, staying in your column of light to that dimension where your higher self is. Maybe your guides and advisors are there too, if you want them to be. Certain ascended masters, angels, angelic realm. They're holding a safe, supportive space for you to meet with your higher self, communicate with your higher self. And be open for this communication to not be in language that you understand. Maybe it's just energetic. Maybe it's just being present. Setting up again, appropriate communication grids, lines of energy, calibrating them appropriately, calibrating your energetic eyes and ears appropriately for this dimension to receive communication, maybe far beyond the mind, far beyond words from your higher self. Inviting all your reference points for connection. <clears throat> to be retrieved back into your column of light, anywhere you're trying to source connection externally, activating greater flow of connection within you, holding a responsibility for connection at the level of your higher self. Finding your body to do the same in its own unique way. Just allowing for the divine communication Maybe you're just sitting in meditation with your higher self, sitting across from your higher self and it's transmitting energy from its heart to your heart. Whatever feels appropriate. Setting the intention to receive this in your own unique way, to unpack it in your own unique way. 
for it to become realized in its own unique way, far beyond the intellect. When we try to get with the intellect, it doesn't work because that's not our receiving mechanism. So we're just gonna show you what we mean by that, inviting you to connect to your receiving and your receptors. Then your energetic fields, probably in and around the heart, but maybe in various areas of your chakra systems where you can receive energetic information from your higher self far beyond the intellect. You can feel that connection, know it as an experience, which is so much more valuable than any language sentence that can be very flat. This is deeper. This has more depth to it. And then you can imagine that because you're a multidimensional being, an aspect of you can stay there in that chamber with your higher self. 24 seven, receiving appropriate energetic information, being fully connected, fully present with that energetic aspect of you that is your higher self. And then when it feels appropriate, you can come back down your divine line into the present moment focusing here, but knowing this energetic aspect of you, if you choose, can stay connected and in divine communion with this higher self energetic aspect of you. Again, 24-7. That's the beauty of multidimensional functioning. We can multitask in ways that support us, in ways that honor us. Good. Well, um, I'm not quite back, so. It's okay, take your time. That was quite powerful, thank you. <laughs> How's everybody doing? That was, um, that was quite an, an interesting experience. So please drink water, come back gently, um, keep well, maybe, that energy. Yeah, maybe some of you wanna do this every night before you go to bed. And that's how you fall asleep is just sitting in this chamber with your higher self, just being present, just being in the love, being in the presence of that yeah. aspect of you and then spend dream time there. <laughs> it's beautiful, yeah. right? Talk about yeah. multitasking. The thing is we, we put so much focus on what we're doing in the physical dimension, which not that that's not important, but if we could, lean in a little more and connect to all the dimensions we have access to and use those dimensions. And I see Pat going, yes, yes, yes. It's like, wow. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll take one more quick question from Tanya. Ooh, I'm like still buzzing. Tanya, I think, I think you wanna unmute yourself? Uh, you might have written in the chat, but I should I find it. Unmute. Um, oh, yeah. 
Yes, there sorry. You go. I have to um, so my question is, um, I, all my life I was so empathic that first time when I was a child, my mother took me to the church and I felt sick in five minutes and she had to take me out. And so she left as well. So since then, I've never went inside the church because I, I now understand that I was just taking the emotions of other people and I was like sick like I had to leave and only like a few years ago I, I read about empath so then I understood why I'm more emotional than others but sometimes I have feelings like it is like um, not so much worry but like butterflies and um, something like anxiety that comes like in waves mm-hmm. and even though I kind of try to meditate and uh, mm-hmm. keep peace in my heart those feelings come back and I, I don't know if they are mine or it is like uh, our um, whole conscious or it's my husband's or it's somebody's I met outside on the street how do I know when the feelings are not mine mm-hmm. what I feel is not mine yeah yeah and so the guides are saying a couple of things the first step is what you really desire to, to really just become aware okay what is it I really desire oh the discernment to be able to tell the difference mm-hmm. so that I know what to do. So if you know you want more discernment, you make the request to your higher self, right? In your beam, higher self, will you help me cultivate more discernment? Will you activate more of that frequency within my column of light? And so you may do that every single day for the next three months, six months. Okay. And, and it's like exercising that muscle where we, we swim up, right? 10 more feet in the water and then we wait till we acclimate then we get 10 more feet the next day so it's like this process of acclimating acclimating to greater and greater discernment and you might even add clarity in there discernment and clarity mm-hmm. and you, all of you can do this with any quality and then encourage your higher self to ensure that you're holding the responsibility for that appropriately at the level of your higher self and we haven't given responsibility for that quality away to an external deity or guru or psychic or whatever so retrieve all responsibility retrieve all reference points for that clarity for that discernment back to the beam and then activate more of it within you then i always say shake out reboot right update all grids all reference points after each time it's like if we download new software to a computer we want to reset it it's the same thing it syncs up so that's the first step and as we were saying it those of you who wanted to do it did it that's just how it works um The other piece here for you is, have you worked with the idea that there's you as a soul and then there's the body, Deva? Um, No, I I understand. Um, My my guides somehow come only in my dreams. So, or sometimes I get just as a thought of like an answer to what I'm asking. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. So no, I understand that I'm divine consciousness, but my body very often takes um, the pain because of what I experience in my uh, kind of everyday life. And I know that this pain is not my pain, but correct. my kind of feelings, emotions, and maybe somebody's emotions. Correct. So imagine that you, in order to incarnate on earth, you had to have a horse to ride. That's how we get here. 
right? We have to pair ourselves, partner with a horse. And this horse is the body deva. The body deva is a nature spirit of earth. It's part of the nature fabric and it's etheric first and foremost. So the body deva has an etheric form also, just as we as a soul have an etheric form. Its beam of light emanates from the heart of Gaia. Our beam of light emanates directly from the heart of source. Mm -hmm. We ride on the front of the body spine and we as a soul, are a bit more evolved than the body deva because we've been around the block a few more times and also different planets. The body deva is only incarnated on earth and only been in so far, right? The codependent ways of being, the 3D, that earth has been functioning from an S as far as a platform, as far as a stage, a learning, a classroom. So what I'm being shown with this, I'm doing this as a teaching so we can hopefully all get more clear on why this happens. But the answer to your question is, <laughs> it's the body deva that you're empathically feeling when you feel the butterflies. Now, is it the body deva's stuff or is it someone else's? So that's the step I'm being shown you're on if you choose to accept, <laughs> right, the graduation into the classroom is, okay, how do I work with knowing I have a body deva and not, not taking responsibility for it or telling it what to do, but being a coach, a guide for it in its evolution as it learns not to take on other people's emotions and try to process them. So then every single day, and this is what I do with my body deva, body mm -hmm. deva, are you taking responsibility for anyone else? Body deva, do you have information to share with any other body devas on the planet? You want to share that information so that you don't have to empathically feel their stuff. And so the body deva is, if we think of it as this graduation that's happening and this evolution that's happening up the mountain, the body deva is just now awakening to its own consciousness. So it's just now becoming self-aware. It's like hatching into that self-awareness. So we can help the body in that evolutionary process, in that awakening process, by helping it be more self-aware. It isn't aware it's doing it. It's just doing it. So we can help coach it and say, body deva, are you feeling empathically the collective that's really nervous right now? All the body devas that are really nervous right now about, oh my gosh, there's change coming. I know it, I can feel it. You know, it's like, body devas tend to be more of a primal earth energy. So think of it as a wolf, right? Sniffing the ground. Ooh, I can feel change coming. Oh my gosh, what's going on? Things are changing. And they are like 100% accurate. And it may be your body, David, that's nervous, but probably if you as a soul are in the orientation that you're not really afraid, you know, the change is coming, you're centered, you're using the tools to center yourself in the truth and knowing that this is bringing us into a whole new age of, of so much better than what's been, right? So you can help hold a safe space for the body to be in its process if it is in fear and or help it shift its perceptions to not take on the fear of others. And so the, the steps are um, when we're empathically feeling another, first step is awareness that we are. If it comes out of nowhere, it's probably not ours. It's probably empathic. If we wake up with it in the morning, 
probably empathic. And we can ask, we can ask for the discernment. We can go into the chamber with our higher self and our guides and ask for the clarity. But step one is awareness. Step two would be, is this mine? Is this my body's? Is this someone else's? And once we discern that, and we don't necessarily have to, we can do the energetic process of returning anything that isn't ours back to its right and perfect place. So we want to return the responsibility for it. We want to return the bundles. We want to return um, the empathic sensations. Did I say res and responsibility? Where they have the capacity to receive it. And we mm -hmm. want to send information, all the information we have. Because again, usually we will empathically feel another if we have energetic information for them. That's why we're feeling them. The other reason can be that we've taken responsibility for them. As soon as we take responsibility for another, being a certain way, being different, judging them as needing to be different, we take a tentacle of our energy and we place it on them. We make ourselves their source energetically, and now we start to take their bundles. So, yeah, so that's why I always ask my body, are you wanting for anybody to be different? Are you wanting for another to be safer, to be more supported, to be more loved? Because as soon as you want for them, now you're their source. So that's, there's a whole like, gosh, series we did on this, it's the, the abiding and sovereignty series. But this gives you kind of the piece, the pieces to start working with. And so you want to return all their stuff, send information, and then retrieve any of your wanting off of them. Uh, clean it, recalibrate it, review it. So that's, that's the energetic evolutionary. It's like if we were in the gym working a certain set of muscles, these are the muscles we're working right now. I see. So now I understand it's a lot of it is my husband's and yeah so then you would work with the body deva especially to return and and so and with the body deva you can ask the body deva body deva are you still trying to source a need from him mm. is he your source of connection is he your source of love because body devas will continue to run the codependent things trying to get a need met that they're not mm -hmm. meeting for themselves internally just like we would as a soul it's all kind of the same thing but we, we can help the body to meet that need for itself internally. Body Diva, that's not where your connection is anyway. Source it within yourself. Activate it there. Hold responsibility for you being connected at the level of your higher self. Don't give it away to him or to anybody. If you choose, yeah. right? This is a teaching the body Diva and letting it choose for itself. But when the body okay. Diva learns how to source how to meet its own needs, it'll start to do it, but it's again, cultivated. So this is a training that will happen. I mean, I've been doing this with my body Deva for the last two, two and a half years. It's a process. It gets easier and easier and easier, but it's a yeah, process. I was always supporting my sisters, my mother, my father, and my friends. And I get emotionally involved all the time. And uh, sometimes, yeah, I don't know why I feel yeah. what I feel. Yeah. So you may want to look at these pieces and and start to cultivate them if it resonates okay. it's like we again we use this as a catalyst to start moving us into our next phase of evolution what am i ready for now oh to get more in my sovereignty and to only be yeah. responsible for me feels like the step you're on it doesn't mean thank you're still you. going to interact with them and be connected to them but it's, it's different interactions yeah thanks okay. so much thank you you're welcome awesome. thank you tanya that was a great question <laughs>
And it is something that we all need to practice and all need to work on, right? So please be sure to go back and watch or listen to the recording so that you'll get more of it, okay? And that's for the whole call, you know, go back and watch or listen to the recording because there were so many different processes that we did and so much wisdom throughout the call that, you know, you're, you'll get a different layer or a different version of the call actually when you listen again. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly right. And you'll hear you'll hear things to be like, I don't remember her even saying that last time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Um, so I know we've gone over time, but this was amazing, so powerful. And you know, we're talking about self-love, which is what we're always talking about. It's always about loving yourself. It's always about honoring yourself. <clears throat> it's always coming back to your own power and sourcing from source and sourcing from yourself instead of out there, you know, but still, I mean, you know, we are a work in progress. And so we're constantly, we're evolving. So no judgment, my voice is starting to go now. So Amaji, any last words of wisdom? <laughs> Just gratitude. Thank you all so much for your willingness to evolve in a conscious way for your courage to be on the step you're on and to be, you know, it's like, vulnerable enough to to step into the light and say this is a step i'm on and can i get help with this you know there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with asking for help and the thing is when you begin to source it in internally it will reflect more and more in your outer world mm -hmm. um i show up as a reflection of the support that you already have an infinite supply of within you beautiful yeah, thank you. And again, please, if you'd like to work more deeply with Omaji and her teachings and her wisdom and her energies and the Council of Light, please do check out her package, which is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Omaji 2. <laughs> All right, and don't forget the 10% discount as well for the next 24 hours, TACS10. All right, so thank you so much, everyone. Uh, this was quite a powerful call, I have to say. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Amaji and, and the team. Thank you, thank you. Thank Until you. Until next time, everyone, um, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye.